You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Paris. Hey everyone, I'm so excited about today's guest, my beautiful, amazing, talented friend, Alicia Cuthbert. Welcome to the pod. Thank you. (laughs) I'm so happy to see you. I know. It's always good when we get to, we don't get a lot of time to hang out just like the two of us without a million people around. I know. So this is kind of nice. It's different. I think a lot of people don't know that we've been friends for a really long time. Yeah. How long has it been? Okay. So we met in 2000 and did we do the movie in 2004 or 2005? 2005? I think so. So I'm not good with math. Is that like 20 years? (laughs) What? Is that almost 20 years? Yes. So 2025, it'll be 20 years? Yes. Ew. That's so weird. That doesn't seem like possible i know <laughs> but i guess it is math doesn't lie yeah uh, but we look how, like the same, look the same better actually even better which is great good for us <laughs> <laughs> bad for everyone else how do the boys look i haven't seen chad or jared or anyone me neither now so i don't i know. saw jared when we did i did like a a cameo on Supernatural. Oh, you did? Yeah, where I like did you beat go their up to asses. Va- no way. And then they like chopped my head off and like killed me at the end. Oh my God, I have to see this. Cool. I had no idea. Did you go up to Vancouver for that? No, it was in LA at one of the studios, whatever studio it's with. Why did I think that they were in Canada? They probably Shoot. shot it there and like my scene was here. They it was, were like, it's too expensive to fly <laughs> private up here. Well, it was like they built like this <laughs> we're whole not, thing. We don't have the budget for the living lifestyle, so... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> They're like, let's just rent a soundstage here in LA. Keep it local. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so tall. So tall. Why is he so tall? I know. Actors are not normally that tall. And it's, I, you know He's what? so nice. 
He, yeah, he's from Texas, right? Mm -hmm. So he's just like the Texas guy. He was so sweet. Remember, I'll never forget this. What? So when we were promoting the House of Wax, and he'll he'll laugh at this, we fly to London for the big London premiere, which I have another story about. Mm -hmm. But tell me if you remember this. We get put up at like Claridge's, like like the hotel, like yes. the bomb hotel. I love that hotel. I'm obsessed. Shout out to so Claridge's. Chic. So chic. Mm -hmm. Like Mick Jagger lived there and like, it's just got so much history. It's just amazing. And good old Jared Padalecki rolls in with flip flops. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know if he's, he's seen Chelsea Handler's like, uh, PSA about please stop wearing <laughs> the, the open toe flip flop for straight men, which by the way, I died. I was like, this is amazing. Um, but he pulled that like in 2005, he rolled it. And the thing is, Jared can't walk into a lobby. Like he's very cute. He's six, six. Yeah. Uh, he looks like right out of an Abercrombie ad. He, he does not just like go under the radar. <laughs> so then you look down, everything's like, wow, wow, wow. Uh, and he had no, basically no shoes. He was like Fred Flintstone in it in Claridge's. <laughs> and I will never forget. I didn't really think much of it. Cause I was like, that's Jared. He's a good old Texas boy. Someone comes in like a butler outfit, starts running towards him and is like, sir, sir, you can't be in here with no shoes. <laughs> and they were like, he's like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, go get some shoes. It was so embarrassing. Poor oh guy. He's, yeah. He didn't get the memo. You can't, so you have to cute. wear, you have to wear socks when you're up in Claridge's. Literally. You need to like wear like a suit. Literally, <laughs> like so fancy. It's black tie when you go to the lobby. It's like legit black tie. That premiere was so much fun. You broke your heel. I did. You don't remember? I'm like, I have the worst memory, but I love that you remember so many things. What happened? Oh my God. Okay. So again, huge premiere and everyone is like decked out and it's like the red, there's a massive red carpet and you know, Joel Silver. Joel Silver like brings it. He's like the biggest Hollywood producer he was like we're gonna have a massive premiere in London mm -hmm. and you look like a, you were like in this like pink gorgeous like you looked like literally like a professional ballerina thank you and as always but and then you came over to me and you were like babe I just broke my heel and I'm like <laughs> what she goes I you're like I literally I'm walking down the red carpet and it just my heel snapped I'm like <laughs> I, I I'm like shaking I'm like what are we gonna do and you're like Oh, it's fine. I have it in my hand. It's good. You like healed it. Like you like faked like that you had another, <laughs> you, like it was like nothing for you. You were like, oh, wait, it's fine. I, it's in my purse. It's fine. Just all good. I'm like, do, are we getting new shoes or like who, where's your stylist? Like what is, is there shoes that we can get on your feet? And you're like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And what did I do? You just walked, you walked up with to no your shoes. Well, well, no, with one, one shoe on. Oh. And the other foot. Like, like up, like up on like, like a ballerina. <laughs> and I was like, wow, you can do anything. It was like amazing to watch. I was like this, I would have been, because it's happened to me before. And that's, I always, I'm such a pro. Like I'll just continue walking. And like, I was you can't away. tell the heels like not there. Exactly. And your dress was, <laughs> but your dress was to the floor. So no one could see only oh, I knew. Okay. That You're, was good. You had a long, oh yeah. So no one knew. No one knew except me. And I was freaking out more than you were. I was like, someone needs to get her a shoe now. What? And did and I ever get one? No. And we went to an after party and mm -hmm. everything with the broken shoe. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm such a pro. You are such a pro. I don't know. This is why I'm here to let the people know. 
<laughs> that this girl is a pro and a boss bitch. Because I oh the other thing too I was going to tell you that I thought was so amazing was like right when we were doing that movie we I had come in with hair extensions and my hair for that role was dark like a brownish color mm-hmm. and you and I had so I had to have extensions of the whole thing. And I had been going to this woman out in Woodland Hills that Warner Brothers had set me up with and she's an amazing hair uh, extensionist. And you were like, I had just met you and you had extensions in as well, but with blonde. And But yours were attached sort of with those old sort of like the the orig- the OG, like the metal bonds. Mm-hmm. And you were like, let me see yours. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I showed you and you were like, oh yeah, that's those are what I need. And I'm like, well, yeah, and they don't damage your hair as bad. So you're like, give me the number when I get back to LA, I'm gonna get the replacement. And I was like, great. So I give you all the information and we get back to LA. And um, I think the next time I saw you, I was like, oh my God, your hair looks amazing. You're like, yeah, I went to that girl. And you're like, but it was interesting. It was like, it was really expensive. And you're like, which didn't really matter, but you're like, great business. And I was like, it is. And you're like, so- I'm, I've got a hair extension line now. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, what? I was like, you just like, you kind of like saw like the business layout and was like, realized just you going in there and how, how lucrative that was. Mm-hmm. And you were like, okay, that's what I need to get myself into. <laughs> I, like, I do it all. You're genius. I was like, this is genius. You Thank work you. so hard and you have such a vision for things like that. So good. Thank you. I'm trying to remember all the fun. I remember we used to like go out in Australia too, like when we'd have time off. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We would go like for lunch and I feel like I went over to, you were, they put you, it was so crazy. They were like, you guys can all have your own houses. And I was like, amazing. So I had this like penthouse, like condo on the Gold Coast, but you came in and you were like, no, I want a penthouse at the Versace Hotel. Yeah. I was like, wait, there's a Versace. Wait a second. No one told me about no Versace hotel. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, yeah, come come over, see me. And I was like, Versace hotel. How sick was that? Amazing. I feel like, was there like sand in the pool? Yes. Does that still exist? I haven't been to Australia since then. That was in the Gold Coast. I haven't been to the Gold Coast since then. No, me neither. I've been to Australia a bunch of times for like my perfume launches and to DJ at Marquee. But that's in like Sydney, that. right? So yeah, it's Sydney. like dif- different. Yeah. So I wonder if that Versace hotel is still there. I it probably so. It probably is. Mind you, 20 years ago, two, de- <laughs> <laughs> two decades ago. No. <sighs> Yikes. It, it might not. Be. Maybe it's under a different name. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, you you had like the sickest sickest suite there it was beautiful towels tiles everything had like the medu- like it was all decked out it was just like oh, versace out. yeah i remember you like showing up to set in like the versace <laughs> robe i was like no one told me about the versace hotel yeah there was oh it's still there yes it is there i need to go back there i love versace look how gorgeous That's it is stunning okay everyone needs to know this is like this place is unbelievable. It was yeah. beautiful. The after you rolled hours up, were it there. Felt very, the after hours were definitely there. When you rolled up, it felt very like Monte Carlo. Mm-hmm. It was like very different than the Gold Coast because the Gold Coast is like very chill and laid yeah, back. Yeah, like I had this like like surfer like beach town. Right? Yeah, and I was like, and all of a sudden, you're like, come over, and I'm like, what in the <laughs> world? Only P finds like Monte Carlo in 
the Gold Coast. <laughs> we also burned down a soundstage, which was really exciting. You don't, rem- you don't remember burning down an entire studio? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember something. What happened with that? Were you already gone? I, I remember something happened, but what happened? Maybe you weren't there. Maybe I that's why. It was really scary. We were all like, there was. Like, I don't think you were there. I don't okay. think you must have been gone. You must I kept have been, like leaving for DJ sets and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I think you were done. I think you might have been done because how long did you stay there? I was there for three and a half it months. It felt like a while. Oh, okay, like a so month maybe or were. more. Because we were filming that show too for MTV. Oh my which god! I watched recently. I was like dying. Shut up. Where is it? How it's do you watch online. it? Online. If you go on YouTube and just search like. A House of Wax MTV reality show. There's all the episodes and it's just like, I what can't was I, What was I doing? Sitting in a, was I sitting in a director's chair reading newspaper, like boring? Like I must've been just like, wah, wah. no, we're, uh, we're all like, like good. I don't know. I feel just, like you were so not into it. You're I like, wasn't. I do not want to be on a reality show. Like, That's right. Joel, what are we doing? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's why I was like, I didn't even understand. <laughs> I didn't even understand the opportunity that was like presented. I was just like, nope. And I don't know why. I think I was just like being on set and like behind the scenes is always sort of like breaking the fourth wall for me where it's like it then pulls away all the stuff that you work on and you prep for to make the film as believable as possible. So I was like, why are we letting everyone into sort of the behind the scenes of it? And like so wrong, obviously, but it was... So I must have been just like, just grumpy pants the whole, was I just like, oh, that, that chick is so lame. <laughs> and you were like, hey, you knew exactly what we like were doing. It. I mean, you and Joel were like, you knew, you knew. And I was just like, I'm just here to be this character. I thought I was doing Shakespeare or something. I don't know what I thought I was doing, but whatever. Oh yeah, that's God. so funny. It was the beginnings of all of that because mm-hmm. you weren't on your show with Nicole yet, were you? Yeah, it was like before reality television. I feel like it was the beginning of it. It's so crazy. Wow. You were really you were really the pioneer. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Amazing. <sighs> the real OG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the OG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. This is Paris. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play asking the right questions can greatly impact your future especially when it comes to your finances so if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest that's why it's got to be a cfp find your cfp professional at let's make a plan.org Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. 
Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. I remember one time on set, I like had a panic attack. Do you remember that? Before my scene, because yes. my boyfriend, I like read something in Us Weekly that he like cheated on me or did something weird and... I yes. started having a panic. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, I was there. Thank you for helping me. I was like dying. I was, I've yeah. never had a panic attack like that before. It was so scary. Now that you remind me of that, I do. As soon as you said it, or I, it's funny. I hadn't remembered remember that. I was like crying and like yes. trailer and I couldn't go out. Yes. And, and it was I the came night in and I was like. Death scene, right? Yeah. Also, it I was think late at night too. It was very, it was like one in the morning. And I don't think the rest of the crew. I don't think anyone knew what you were going through until I went and I was like, what's going on? Where's Paris? And the director was like, I don't know. I think, I think she's something's wrong. And I remember going, well, do you think I should go over and speak with her? And he was like, sure. Cause I actually genuinely thought maybe it was the pressure of like your big, one of your bigger scenes, you yeah. know what I mean? Cause I mean, you had a few, but um, that one was really when you, you know, you were going to be under attack and the scream and the scare and and then I remember you being like, yeah, having that panic panic attack. And I think I said to you at one point, like, I'll go out there with you. And then we'll like at the scream moment, we'll scream together. Yes. <laughs> I was like, and everyone's like, what is Alicia doing on this? I was like, ah! you had everyone scream, the director, everyone. Oh, that's right. All the crew. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I feel beyond screaming. I don't want to do the scream part. They're like, you're I like, know. we'll do all do it together. I said, everyone, <laughs> let's go round them up, round them up. Everyone's going to scream. Let's go. Let's go. Well, that way it was like sort of breaks the ice, right? If everyone else has to commit to it. And then I just figured that would make things feel more comfortable for you. Definitely. But it's so funny. Like I now I just did like another horror film, which I hadn't in, um, since then. And I just did one during the pandemic in 2020. And I remember thinking that again, like, when it came to that scene where there was a moment that was similar to yours where this like monster comes in and it's the jump scare and I'm, I have to scream. And I just remember getting in my head for like a split second going like, Oh God, I really don't want to do this. This is awkward. <laughs> and then I went, no, don't you have to like get those like inner saboteur sort of voices out of your head and just go, I'm just going to have fun with it and go and, you know, just let it rip. So I think I scared everyone. <laughs> I was like, I like hit the roof. I was like, I'm going for it. Let's go. But yeah, I remember that. That was crazy. The movie was so good. People still are like obsessed with it. It's I feel like, like it's like, I'm, classic. I get, I'm getting a lot of like um, people like texting me or whatever. Like it's like coming back. Like it's yeah. having like a, why is that? Do you know? Or, or is it just uh, yeah. random? I don't know. Just forever. I've seen it on social media. People always talking to me about it. But yeah. now they're like really talk. I don't know. Maybe they're playing it a lot right now. Maybe. I have no it's idea. strange. But it was like, yeah, I see that as well. Like in tweets and mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. So, wow. It's amazing. Almost 20 years later that it's still like a little bit of like a cult cult classic mm -hmm. now and it's funny because it's like the third version yeah you know so it's which is the best version they, they're saying i was screaming i remember the westwood premiere i was so, so scared scary it's your, like your opening part is really like 
Your 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 whole like without giving away, mind you, it's twenty years old. I'm like, I'm not, no spoiler alerts here. <laughs> what your death scene is really crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I remember thinking at the London premiere. I remember um, the director being worried about you know your feelings, and that when we got to the point where you die, that the audience might because horror is like there's such diehard fans of the genre itself that he thought maybe like people would be like, yay. Mm. And that you would take it the wrong way. And I'll never forget, like you got killed and everyone roared and there was this huge cheer in, in the, in the theater and you got up and you were like, yes, (laughs) you did not take any of it personally. You were like, you loved that they loved it. You were right beside everyone else in their excitement for it. And like, it was just iconic. And I was like, you, I was like blown away on so many different occasions where I thought like, Ooh, this, this could be taken differently or, Oh, she might, you know, be like, Oh, whatever you were like right there. Mm -hmm. And so aware of the power of that and like how iconic it was before it was even iconic. (laughs) And I was like, I looked at the director and I was like, yes, she's good. She's good. (laughs) One shoe. She's good. (laughs) I love this chick. I love her. I love you. It was amazing. I was like, I couldn't believe it. It was so great. And I, I learned a lot in in those things, like later on, like looking back and like, yeah, duh. Like, why take things so seriously? It's ridiculous. When did you, when did you like, were you always like that to yeah. not take, like we're, in school were like, if people were like bully, like I'm sure you had like scenarios where you were just always like, ah, whatevs. Like, how do I teach my daughter not to like take things badly? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know. It's such a good skill. I feel like, I don't know. I've just always been that way where it's like, I'm not going to let other people's opinions of me, like whatever. And I like to have fun with it and play into it and like laugh at myself and have a good time. And that's amazing. I don't know know exactly what I'm doing. (laughs) I know you have like this hyper awareness, like on like another level, like you can see it for what it is where Mm -hmm. for me, it's like for so many years, I feel like I was so um, striving for, perfection when perfection doesn't really exist and really I lost a lot for a lot of my earlier years in acting I I was like so like I wanted to be the next Meryl Streep you know what I mean like that was in my head I was like I was striving for such um yeah such perfection and in doing so I like prevented myself from really uh exploring things in the you know unpredictable and the the fear of it all like you know what I mean so yeah. I had other qualities that you know was like super professional and I I really worked hard and I did a lot of my homework and I you know but and it got me to a point and that's when I think for myself just artistically I felt like I hit a wall because you could only strive for that for so long yeah and then then I was like okay I got to do something that's just going to completely shake everything up and terrify me and that's when I started sort of pursuing comedy and then and then that opened up a whole new thing so now I feel like I'm I'm I, I'm a lot more versatile but my goodness like I I wish I would have had your skill set earlier on well ew. I think you're doing quite all right yourself dear <laughs> well trying but yeah like and all of those things it was really amazing to see you navigate that because I I even in the moment of it like 
you not being phased by your shoe being broken, you not being phased by what people thought about your death sequence. Um, you know, it was like, I don't even think in that moment I realized how empowering it was. Like, I just thought, huh? <laughs> like you were like an anomaly. I was like, what? What? I don't, I'm confused. Like, how is she doing that right now? Until I was like, oh, she just doesn't give a shit about what I think or anyone else thinks. And she's just doing it. You know what I mean? So I was like, wow. It was pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. You only live once. Exactly. Make the most of it. It's amazing. Iconic. Thank you. Very iconic. The Girl Next Door is iconic. Yay. I'm obsessed with that movie. You're so hot in it. And oh then I was gosh. so inspired. I did my music video based yes. off of it for Nothing in This World. And then you came and did a cameo. Yeah. Thank you so I much. I remember when you asked me, I was so flattered. I was like, I couldn't believe that you one had seen the movie and that you enjoyed it so much. I was like, you know who else really had a connection with the film too is um, Gigi Gorgeous, who also really? was like, I loved that movie so much mm. and your character specifically. And oh, this so I always love like that movie was so um, uh, such a labor of love at the time because I was really just coming up as like mm -hmm. an actor and, in LA. And so, um, it was a big deal for me. Like I beat out a lot of girls to get that job. And, um, cause it was always like a lot of times vice versa where I was like, damn, but it was like, okay, this was my baby. And I was like, I really want to make this character like shine and just show people what I've got. So it was like, I mean, it was kind of sad that it wasn't as at the time of its release as big mm -hmm. as I wish it would have been. But in the long haul, looking back, like it was exactly meant to be what it was supposed to. And it's been such like an amazing thing to be able to say, like, that was me. I did that. But yeah, I love that movie. It's the whole story and everything. It's just it's such a cute, fun. I know, which like, is weird because it's about a porn star. I know. <laughs> I know. <but laughs> which makes you it played interesting. It so well. Oh, that's so nice. I gave her like a, a little bit of heart and, you know, and I actually it was crazy. I spoke to a lot of porn stars interviewed a lot of porn stars before going into it because I was like I really have to get an essence of who this character is and be authentic to it and and uh and and I spoke to a lot of girls and they were all so sweet yeah. it was like you know what did I know about you know the the personality of a porn star but they were all like these sweet girls from like you know middle America who you know just was like I found this thing and I, and I'm doing it. I get paid a lot of money to do it, but it, like they were just at the core of their, they were just all so sweet. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Um, they weren't hard or like crass, you know what yeah. I mean? They were just all lovely. And so I was like, that, that seems super authentic to me now. Like I, I could see where, you know, she just ended up with the wrong people and, you know, falls in love with this really sweet guy and wishes her life would have been that way. And, but, it, you know, she's obviously caught up and involved with, you know, this whole lifestyle. And anyway, so I was like, this this makes total sense. It was interesting. So I, I liked that I brought that sort of authentic little take to it because it could have could have been a totally different character if it would have oh, went yeah. down a different road. Right. If if you didn't really if you don't feel for her, then the movie is destroyed. Yeah. So because of the attention that you got from the girl next door, plus the media culture that we grew up in, mm. you were seen as a sex symbol what kind of pressure did that put on your career early on? I'm glad you put it that way. Cause it wasn't, you know, I, I didn't see a pressure on myself. I just felt like, Oh, now I've got, I'm stereotyped into this. I'm like pigeonholed now into this one. And for me, developing 
Danielle and that character in the girl next door felt like such an exploration and, and, um, and it felt like such a, like a deep dive. And I don't think I think because the culture at that time was very much in, in unison with sort of that character, it kind of got lost in the Mm -hmm. shuffle because it didn't feel that extraordinary, you know? And for me, it was a huge stretch because you know me, I'm not like, I, you know, you've seen me sometimes I'm like, I don't even, I'm not even full glam every day. I'm like super chill. Like mm-hmm. this is like a lot for me. I was like, so it's like, so for me, it was like one, I didn't feel understood. Um, and because I felt like I had developed that character that wasn't, I didn't come to the movie like that. Like that, that was my development for that character. So I felt like that got lost. And then after that, there was like this pressure of like, you know, maybe the fashion world or whatever saw me as a certain thing when really it was a character and it took a really long time to kind of, I mean, maybe there's still people that, you know, like even like sometimes like I'll do like, you know, a charity event or, you know, whenever there's like a bio written, which is why I kind of hate the Google situation because it's like, oh, FHM's top one, you know, it's like, now, like, okay. I mean, but ends up getting in the bio somehow and you're just like, what does that even mean? Like that does, and it has, it's not really a reflection of, you know, me as an artist, you know, it just was like one, but you know what, on the flip side of it, like taking like so much of like seeing you do this where it's like, if that's what they see and they, they liked that too, I'm okay with it. I mean, for a long time, I had a lot of like disdain for it and wanted to like push against it. Um, But I kept getting like thrown back into that, that sort of stereotype but now I've learned to sort of embrace it and go, you know, obviously it struck a chord with a lot of people and, but I, but I certainly don't try to like keep up with it or, you know, I would go crazy if I felt like I had to like everywhere I showed up, look like her, you know? And that's why I mean, it's like, for me, it's not even me. It's like that character. So it seems like so strange and like to live up to like a character I played when I was 21. I always like, I don't know. And you might get this or maybe not. Cause I, your fans are like so adoring to you, but I, you know, for me, sometimes I'll like, I'll be on social media and I'll see like a comment of like, Oh, why are you so old now? <laughs> you're <laughs> like, because I am, because I'm just older than I was. I'm like, I don't know what you're comparing it to. Or like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's like, there's this weird like feeling of like p- people don't want to, uh, see you know actors or musicians or people like age in any way so it's a sort of strange thing where the movies they don't (laughs) like most people i see i know that's true yeah (laughs) yeah maybe that's our problem we're just like we're not aging so it's like but um yeah it's crazy yeah just like comments it's like so weird it's like oh you look older yeah sure i do (laughs) i mean that's the way the world works yeah it's interesting but i don't know if i answered your question pull a harry styles that was words right uh, yeah it was words <laughs> <laughs> i love that answer <laughs> it was words this is paris Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hi, it's Bethany Frankel. My time on The Real Housewives of New York is a few years behind me, and now I'm ready to put the real back into The Real Housewives. That's where my new podcast, Rewives, comes in. This isn't your typical rewatch podcast. I'm watching only the most iconic episodes from all cities. I'm sharing never-before-heard stories of what happened behind the scenes. And I'm not just pulling in cast members for post-game analysis. I'm doing something a little more interesting. If you've ever seen an episode of The Real Housewives, you know the drill. But beyond throwing drinks and legs, there are lessons about marriage, divorce, friendship, money, parenting, and fame. If you have the right minds, analyze and dig deeper. So I'm bringing on unexpected thought leaders and celebrities to give their take on the chaos. This season, I sit down with Elizabeth Moss, Kevin Nealon, Susie Orman, Griffin Johnson, and more. You'd think that there isn't much to learn from flipping tables and yanking wigs, but that's where you're wrong. Listen to Rewives with Bethany Frankel on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I watched your movie last night with my husband, Bandit. You did? Mm. You guys watched it? Yeah, they sent us a screener. Oh my God, I love that. Do you love that it's like 80s, like the wardrobe, how it was like, bleh. (laughs) (laughs) You have no idea when I went in to like do the fitting, I had to like separate obviously myself from the fact that none of the clothes clothing was modern in any way, right? <laughs> so you're just like, I put on like a pair of like 80s mom jeans and I was just like, God, I have to be on camera in these? I was like, please, there's other options, correct? There was other styles during that time period. Um, like sweaters and things that just were like, Oh wow! It was the worst like decade in like fashion, especially for like a woman who had two children. It wasn't like Madonna with like yeah. all the cool like crazy hair. I'm like I I was playing a woman who had two children and like no style. This, like <laughs> being pregnant in the eighties, the fashion for pregnant women is disturbing. <laughs> it was like literally like they were hiding you with a sheet. Like if they were just like. Please do not let us know that you have a bump under there. Please do not show off that you're pregnant. Now, I mean, now it was like Rihanna's got the belly out and like mm-hmm. looking incredible. 
like 80s i was like looking through like catalogs and like these like historical historical it was the 80s um (laughs) i guess it and like all these like images and i was like oh no this is so sad. Like there was nothing cute for like women. I, so I apologize to all the ladies that were pregnant, like my mother. And I actually said to my mom, do you have any pictures of you pregnant with me? Cause it was like 82. And she's like, yeah, I think I have like two. <laughs> I didn't even want to take pictures. I feel there's like six pictures of me as a child. Really? Yeah. They were like, I don't know. I was like, what were you guys doing? Like we're what? I have like thousands of videos and pictures. I'm, my dad is always filming and taking pictures. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like we have like a few, but like not as many as the amount I take of my children, yeah. which is a disgusting amount of pictures and videos. But that's amazing that your dad was doing all mm-hmm. of that. That's crazy. That's so good. No, I don't have any. But I was like, do you have any pictures? And she's like, I have two. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, oh my God the sheet it's terrible (laughs) i was like she's like i know she goes but like we were really it was like shy like when you were pregnant like you didn't want to show off in any way she goes it's totally different and i was like well thank god because wow times have changed (laughs) thank goodness thank goodness but yeah so the clothing in the film Mm -hmm. but what did you think in the movie that's crazy i loved it i love josh dumel i think he's just such a great actor and he's so nice he's so good in it too because he gets to like assume all these different characters in one because the guy was such a con artist a con artist shapeshifter like was jumping from bank to bank and for people who are listening the movie is about um this guy who flees the u.s and escapes prison and comes up to canada and assumes like a new identity and starts robbing crazy amounts of banks and it's based on a true story, which I thought was so incredible. And being Canadian, it was like, oh, this is fascinating. And then I, so I play um, his wife. The only tricky thing about playing his wife is that because it was based on a true story, I felt a little bit shorted in that it was everyone got to sort of speak to their actual, because they're all alive, um, the people that they were actually portraying. But I didn't because his wife didn't want to have anything to do with the movie. Oh, really? So I had to base all my my uh, ideas and and uh, you know research and and concepts for her based on the con artist's idea of or his recollection. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was, which is like, how do you? I was like, I remember there were times where I was like, he would say things, and I was like. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like you're a con artist. Am I supposed to believe this? <laughs> but I had to because I then I thought, well, the other alternative is that I have to like assume I know that this woman would have felt this way or that way about knowing that he was a bank robber. Um, like for example, like you you saw the movie, so there's a scene in the film where he tells her a little bit more about what he's doing, and she has this reaction to it, which you know is sort of like kind of like fired up about it. And I remember like reading the script going like, absolutely not. Like <laughs> there's no way I'd be like, yes, this is sexy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was like, but I had to commit to his side of it because I didn't really have an alternative. So I I definitely, you know, went with what he had said about her. And um, it's, it's a wild story and it's no, crazy. I can't believe it's true. Yeah. And he's actually the most notorious robber in our like in canadian history 
like no one has ever robbed more banks in Canada than so this guy. Crazy. And he's still kicking around and <laughs> watch watch your purses. <laughs> 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 he's he's a nice guy though. He was he was actually he was he was really excited to be on set and see that like so he's excited for the movie. He's very not, he's not like embarrassed that no. he did this or he's proud of it. No, I mean I don't know if he's proud of it, but is I, he in jail? No, he, no, he's out now. But how long was he in? I think he went in a few times for different things. Oh, for that in particular, I don't. I don't and then know. he sold the rights to his story. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And then so, but his guy, there was a guy who wrote a, who wrote a book about him. So I think the rights were in the book and the story. Cause that was how mm -hmm. he kind of told his side of things. So I went off of the book and yeah, but it was too bad. I couldn't like call her and say like, did you really feel this way about the situation? Is this when you really found out? Did she say she didn't want to be a part of it or he said she just said that? Um, <laughs> apparently the director told me that she didn't want to be involved or have anything to do with it. Which I can understand. She went through a lot, yeah. obviously, and for her children, but and probably has a new life and like doesn't totally. Want to deal. I actually do know. I know where <laughs> she is, and I know um, that sounds bad. I know where she lives. Um, I I know sort of where she's at, and I can understand that she doesn't want to, yeah, have anything to do with it. She's yeah. got a whole new life, a good life too. Yeah. So <laughs> it's good, good for her. How is it like working with Josh Dumel and Mel Gibson? Um. It was funny, actually. Speaking of Mel, so when I first met Gilbert, who played, who was the real guy, the real robber, he came into the hair and makeup trailer and introduced himself. And it was me, Mel, and Josh all getting our makeup done at the same time for like the scenes that were coming up. And he just walked in the trailer, and it was like, first of all, it was like I didn't even exist because he, like, he literally was like, he's more Mel's age anyway, so I'm sure he grew up watching Mel's films. Yeah. So he was more like, ah, oh, and I was like, hi, I'm here. And they're like, puh, 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 puh. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> but it was like, he was sitting there and he had, it was so crazy because Mel was like totally enamored by him because he had so many questions. And also it didn't help that like Gilbert like literally walked in with a black eye and he was like, <laughs> Mel was like, where'd you get the black eye? And he was like, oh, you have no idea. I like totally beat, beat up this guy. He was you know, harassing someone and na, 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 na. Anyway, so he leaves the hair and makeup trailer and Mel looks at me and he was like, wow, what a great guy. And I was like, I don't think anything he just said was the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he beat up anybody. Yeah. I think he might've like accidentally fell maybe. <laughs> I was like, he was like, oh yeah. I was like, Mel. Yeah, you can't believe he's what like. He's I need to come up with a good story for this black guy. For this black guy, exactly. <laughs> but who knows where the black guy came from? But I was like, eh, I don't believe this guy. Anyway, but he was he was nice. But he was really interested in Mel. And Josh is like, obviously, you've met him, I'm sure, millions yeah. of times, like we all have, um, just in in and around L.A. But he, I was so glad to finally work with him. He's so uh, easy to work with, and he's like so professional and was so prepared and was super like gung-ho to do anything for the character and it was great it was so great working with him i would work with him a million more times he was so good so easy to work with so great yeah you guys i loved just the, the characters and together. he and he really shines in the movie because i feel like i've seen a lot of josh's work but this movie in particular he really gets to showcase like how great he really is. Mm -hmm. Like, cause he always plays sort of the leading man. That's like, 
the perfect guy the perfect again like the jared pedaleckis of the world where like that becomes sometimes like a certain note um that he does very well because i think he has one coming up with j-lo that i can't wait to see but you know but this film it was like less about that and more about this character that is all these different identities and juggling his love life with this like crazy whirlwind secret bank robbery life going on in the background. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of layers to it. And he, he got all of that, which I thought was like incredible for him to showcase. I think people are going to be really blown away by his performance in this. So everyone definitely check out the bandit. Yes. So what's next for you? Anything that you're working on? Um, You know what? It's so crazy. I, when when we were doing Bandit, I found out I was pregnant, like for real, for real. And it was really early on in my pregnancy, so I was sort of not saying anything because you never know. And, um, but I ended up, yeah, obviously being pregnant and, and so did that. And then when I had, and I was actually really pregnant at your wedding. Yes. I was like seven <laughs> months pregnant at your wedding. It's like, why am I here? I feel like a whale. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was so glad to be there. But, um, but anyway, I so then I had our son and um he's seven months now so i've really just been taking the time to be with him and because it goes by so quickly it doesn't feel like it's going to but it really does fly by like like they always say like the days are long but the years are so short with them and all of a sudden they're like a year old two years old so now that he's getting to a point where i can feel good leaving him and he can you know do some things sort of like sufficiently on his own like sit up or crawl and eat and do all these things and he doesn't need me 24 7 it's i'm now sort of wrapping my brain around going back to work but but i've just been sort of being mom for a while yeah which is i think good it's important to take the time so you have a seven month old and then a four-year-old daughter yeah well she's gonna be five in december i think nick december 21st i think one of nikki's girls yeah yeah, it's like it's, five, yeah, and three, yeah. So I think Lily Grace is the same as Sapphire. So, um, and she's so amazing and like just blows me away every day because the older they get, the more of their personality develops and they're talking. And it's just like it's such a weird. Sometimes I'm kind of like, wow, that's my child. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because as a baby, you're so with them all the time, but then as they start developing their own personalities, and it has nothing to do with. I think parenting is so like, you know, learning your manners and making sure that they're like well-behaved and and you teach them as much as you can, but their personality is their personality. Yeah. And they're like meant to be on the planet for whatever reason they're meant to be on the planet. And so I keep like having these moments where I look at her and I'm like, who is this beautiful creature? And Aww. I'm like, how is she mine? And I'm just like, wow, she's so brilliant and she's so exciting to watch. And then, you know, our son is so cute, but we, you know, still don't, you know, know all that much yet because it's such the early beginning stages of it. So, but it's such an amazing journey. It's exhausting and yeah. uh, you feel really tired all the time, but it's, uh, but it's worth it. I can't wait for that. I know you're going to be amazing next year. Yay. Yes. Play dates. Yes. <laughs> and I've got enough experience now. I can, I can help. Yeah. I need advice. <laughs> if we all have to scream together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yes. <laughs> trust me there's days like that too <laughs> it's insane yeah i can imagine oh yeah crazy but that's so fun wait yes it's so good so where can our listeners find you on socials oh yeah okay 
I'm not a, as good as you at this, so you gotta. But I, I only have I have Instagram, which is at Happy Alicia's, and then the same with Twitter. Though they're basically the same. But if you look up Alicia Cuthbert, I think my my shit's verified. <laughs> yes, I've got I've got the blue. The blue check. The check. The check. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I've done like three reels. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I am. S- you don't have TikTok? No. I am like, no, I don't. I did. And then I erased it. Oh, really? Because I thought China was watching. <laughs> Remember that like yeah. scare when it came out? They were like, get, delete, delete. Oh, they told us to delete it? I didn't well, know that. It, yeah, there was like this whole that, but I love TikTok. I know it is good. So it is fun. good. But I don't, I mean, I'm bad enough as it is. Like no one needs me on TikTok. <laughs> I mean, I'll jump on a TikTok with you, but like to personally be like TikToking all day, it's so exhausting. It's a lot. Tell me this though, or maybe mm-hmm. this is letting out secrets, but like, do you have like a, t- you have people that help you with this, correct? Yes. So you hire people, you have a team, you have a social team. I used to do it by myself, but it's now too, with my media company, I have like a full on like social team. It's, it's, it's too much. It's, it's insane. It would take up every minute all of every of these platforms, all of these platforms, <laughs> all of these shows, all of these things. Yeah. It's just like, no. So like, I think if I had a team, I would be like more gung ho about it. Yeah. But I'm like, Oh, mama doesn't have a team. <laughs> Mama's busy. <laughs> <laughs> with a seven month old and a four year old. And I don't have them on, I, I don't have the kids on social. So if the kids were on social, I think I would probably be way more present. Oh, you don't pl- put them on social? No, no. Why? I just, you know, I totally have no problem with, uh, like for some reason I'm like, I love looking at other people's kids. It's just for me, I had this like when we first had our daughter, you know, my husband and I, Dion and I talked about it. We were like, so what are we going to do? Are we going to, we going to go down that path of putting them on or are we not? So this the big conversation. And I just said, you know, the weird thing is, is like I had this like really scary thought that at like 15, after we had post all these kids stuff of them, she was going to turn to us and go, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want anyone to see me in that way. Or, you know, yeah. basically I was like, maybe I shouldn't curate their life until they want to participate in it. Mm-hmm. So that was sort of what, okay, I'll go with that. That was like really it. Cause I thought, well, at least once they're ready to be out there in a way that involves other people in the social media aspect mm-hmm. of things, they could have a say so of how that looks as opposed mm-hmm. to me just assuming that they'd be fine with it. You know, like, yeah. you know, when you like post a picture, you're like, Ooh, I got to filter this or I got to <laughs> change that. You know what I mean? Imagine like not having anyone ever ask you and then you're like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and then they're like, oh my God, there's so much content. There's so much content. So I just didn't want her to ever like turn around and be like, oh, why did you do that? So I was fearful of that. Is it hard so much- for you to not show them off? Um, No, because it's, it's all we've ever really done. And I do have a really great app that um, actually Mila Kunis told me about um, that I that's separate. It's not on Instagram. It's a separate app that um, I can share f- videos and, and photos of the kids to close friends and family. So I feel like I get my 
you know, my fix yeah, that it's, way. It's people you care about. So it's all like, yeah, exactly. Like fa- mostly family members. And like, cause a lot of friends are like, no, nah, I don't need to see your kid a hundred times a day. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, aunts and uncles and my parents and my husband's parents, they, they love it. Cause otherwise really there's in this day and age is like, how else do yeah. you see them? Right. But like, I, I understand when people are posting, uh, I don't look at other people you know, and their posting of their children to go, oh, how dare they? I mean, I just think it was just one of those things where I'm bad enough at it as it is doing it myself. <laughs> we really don't need to like, you know, hurt the children in any way with that. <laughs> with that. <laughs> Again, I don't have a team. So, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It took me too. I'm like, do I want to post or? Yeah. Again, but- you're going to have that conversation with Carter. You'll be like, What's the pros and cons for you, you know? And maybe like with your life too, it's almost impossible not to post them. You know what I mean? Because it's structured in a way that you can't hide them. And, you know, we're kind of in a little sweet spot where it's like, I don't think anyone's jonesing to see my four-year-olds, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, and, and so with that, it's like, my presence is not that strong on social as it is. So it's sort of, we get to kind of float under the radar. We're, we're lucky in that way, you know, but for you, I don't know. I don't even know if it's an option. Yeah. Would it be? I mean, it could be, and but probably would make the paparazzi like go even worse. crazier because exactly. like, no one has the shot yet. Like we need to. Yeah. And then like you, I've always been so smart about it. I mean, you, I think will ultimately make the right decision and it'll be, you know, again, we'll be 20 more years from now. I'll be like, should have put my kid on social. <laughs> I was a miserable old bitch. <laughs> like, mom, I could have had millions of followers. I had, now. You're like, what were you thinking? You know what I mean? It's like, here we go again with like, like the uh, reality show that I was all poo poo about. Wow. I'm going to send you links to it. Laugh. Yes. It's so funny. I ha- oh my God. Why didn't I? Th- I never even, I didn't even remember it. Me neither. To be honest, I, I was didn't. like, what? I, I remembered like, other weird <sighs> shit, but I did not remember that. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. So good. Amazing. <laughs> well, that was so much fun. Everyone so go good. check out Alicia's new movie, Bandit, which is streaming right now. Loves it. Loves it. <laughs> Sliving. Sliving. <laughs> I love you and I'm so happy you came over. It's so good to see you. So good to see you. Yes. I love you. Love you. All right. See you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of Eve Nightly Pop at Hunter March. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.